Shauna and Jody here with Real Sisters, Real Talk. We're glad to have you joining us as we talk about growing in our faith with God. Hi, welcome back to Real Sisters, Real Talk. We can say, hope you had a Merry Christmas, and we're looking into the new year. So we have come out of this busy, busy season of preparing for Christmas and spending time with family and all the preparations that go with that and the joy that comes with that as well. And I'm so grateful for the time that we've had. I know Shauna is too. And now we're in this kind of transition week between Christmas, that's done, and we're moving toward New Year, the, the new year. And, and we get to take some time to be intentional about how we move into the new year. And so, Shauna, how are you feeling today? Out, We come out of the craziness of what this last few weeks have held, but also um, knowing that we get to shift a bit today. It's the day after. <laughs> how are you feeling mm-hmm. about that? I love transitioning. And I love the new. I love new beginnings. I love Mondays. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like Mondays, but I, I like stepping into Monday. It's a brand new week. I like, you know, the first of the month, whether that's May or July, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I get pretty geeked actually about stepping into a brand new year and starting a brand new year. And I have had some time to reflect on 2023 and say goodbye to some things, you know, pack some things up, you know, in, in my mind and emotionally and I'm excited. I'm excited to step into a brand new year. And I have, in years past, I've done like, a, I've had a verse for the year. I've had a word for the year that just really stuck with me. I remember just a couple of years ago, it was the word to listen. And it was listen with the Lord, listen, you know, practice listening with other people and conversations, just lean into that. I don't feel like I have a word this year. <laughs> I don't feel like I have a specific scripture, although one showed up on the radar today that might end up being a scripture for the year. We'll see. But I am very excited to look at 2024 and all that it has to offer and to to pray into it and to dream about what could be in 2024. What about you? How do you kind of transition? How do you prepare your heart for the next year? So one of the things I'm really grateful for is that with my job, you know, we're really, really busy in the Christmas season, but this week I take this week off and I typically have some vacation days left. And so I take this week off and I am very intentional about slowing down and spending some time, especially my early mornings, um, journaling and praying, spending time with the Lord. And Mm -hmm. I will get to do that all this week, which is very exciting. And so um, as I, as I spend time with the Lord, I will ask again, you know, we have spent the time kind of reflecting on 2023. So this is the week where I look towards 2024, Lord, what are you inviting me into this year? Um, help me to have eyes to see where you're at work and what you're doing, what you're intentionally inviting me into, I will pray if there's a word or a verse that he wants to bring for the year. And sometimes I feel like that's really clear. And sometimes I I don't feel like I necessarily get that. It might be even months in or even towards the end of the year as I reflect, I start Mm -hmm. to see kind of a verse that was kind of a theme of the year or kept coming up throughout the year. But I like to create space to intentionally pray into that, to sit quiet with the Lord, to journal. Yeah. 
um, one of the things as I'm doing that, I just feel like keeps coming up right now. And so we're going to see in the next couple of days, but is just this invitation to hide God's word in my heart um, very intentionally in this coming year. And so I'm kind of holding that and even kind of wondering what that looks like with him. And um, so, yeah, it's really creating space to intentionally pray into what he wants to show me this year. And if there's some intentionality Mm -hmm. he's inviting me into so that I can go into 2024 with purpose and direction, open hands, but with purpose and direction and intentionality, because it's so easy. You know, one of the things we talk about New Year's resolutions all the time, what's your New Year's resolution? What's your new, it's easy to get focused on the doing part Mm -hmm. of that. I'm going to conquer this. And what is, I don't know, the percentages are terrible, but it's like 85 or 90% of New Year's resolutions are lost by week two of the new year. And that's a, that's a pretty common theme because we, it's, yeah, but it's really focused on doing, I'm going to accomplish, I'm going to do this instead of Lord, what are you inviting me into? This is a, if, if the Lord is inviting me into something, we're talking about a, a shift a focus instead of a, um, performance type of change that Mm. we can take, we can kind of put our focus on. And so that's how I try to intentionally enter into the new year. I want it to matter and God's at work and he's the one who can show me how. And so, yeah. Yeah. I like that so much. One of the things that has kind of shaped how I look at the next year and what, what I want to see happen in the next year is to shift away, just like you said, away from the what I want to do to asking myself the question, who do I want to be in January of 2025? Who do I want to be? And what are the practices that I can, the simple repeatable patterns that I can make a regular part of my life that lend towards that? So for instance, you know, just the example that you gave, like you feel like the Lord's, you know, speaking to you about memorizing scripture. So then to, to say, okay, you know, what are the simple repeatable patterns that I can make a normal part of my life so that I'm someone who memorizes scripture. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's helped me with like having a discipline of writing. Instead of saying, I'm going to write during this block of time, I'll say, um, I'm unavailable during this time because I'm becoming a writer. <laughs> you know, it's more about I what I'm stepping into than about something that I need to cross off my list. And that's been helpful. Well, that even changes the way that we approach that item. Because if, if I just have to sit down with the discipline of writing, it's, it's a chore that's hard for me. And yet when I, when I can shift my thinking of, because I am becoming a writer, I'm going to create space. I enter into that space completely different. It's more open instead of, um, so rigid, like I need to perform. Mm I, I, I just need to enter into that space. And if something comes from that, great. If not, which I love that, that's, that's such a gift. But I love that statement that you just made. Um, who do I want to be come in tw- January 2025? What things do I want to um, have grown in by next January? And one of the gifts of looking at it that way is that it's measurable throughout the year. I can check back on mm-hmm the things that I believe God is showing me that growth areas, I can look on February 1st, I can look at that 
And I can see, have I had the disciplines in place that are actually making that shift? March 1st, I can look at that again. April 1st, I can can see if there's things that are actually making a difference. The other thing that, and we've talked about James Clear um, before, but the other thing that he teaches is if you put it in like these 12-week increments, then you can actually make changes along the way. And so you can keep kind of ticking it just a little bit to the right, which is another uh, doable thing. Instead of saying by December 31st, I want this accomplished. Again, that's the doing thinking. Um, And then, you know, December 25th, it's like, oh, man, I was supposed to do that. Now I have six days to, you know, it's, it's our thinking. It's the way we work. Yeah. I have six days to write a book. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good luck with that. Um, we'll go to children's books. Um, but if it's measurable and we can actually keep taking a look at that, keep it in front of us. But again, that takes intentionality. And I think that's so mm-hmm. important. I don't want to just see another year go by. I want to, I want to be intentional about and steward this life that the Lord has given me because it matters. Yeah. One of the tools that a friend gave me that I have used and I'll use it this week when I sit with the Lord is just to kind of think about what the big chunks, maybe the four or five different big chunks of your life are like maybe for you, family is one of those, maybe, you know, work is one of those. Um, Your relationship with the Lord is one of those. And in each of those areas to ask these questions, what's right? Go ahead and celebrate it. Write it down. What's going well in that area, right? What's right? What's wrong? What's missing? And what is confused? And that helps me to get a beat on where I'm at. Because a lot of times we make directions. We make a plan about where we want to go without having a clear understanding of where we are right now. And if I were to say to you, I need a map to... I need a map to California, you know, you would, you couldn't even get started in drawing me a map to California unless you knew where I was right now. And it would be very different if I was in Washington state than if I was in Michigan, right? So it's, I found that to be just a really helpful tool to just ask myself those questions. And I don't necessarily always have an answer in each of those categories, but it just helps me to give a beat, get a beat on where I am today. And that helps me to make a plan for who I want to be and, you know, know where I'm coming from. (laughs) I love that. I love the intentionality of that. And even those categories of like family work and our relationship with the Lord, um, there might be some project that you're working on. For Sean and I, we both are working on writing and that is a challenge for me. And so even in that category to just do some of that evaluation, would be a, a great gift because then I can see if there's growth in that or not. So I love that. So pick your categories first, if I'm hearing you right, and then work yeah. through what is right or going well, what is wrong, or do I feel like I'm falling short in this area, um, what is missing, and what is confused. That is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that this week and sit with that a little bit. I really like that. One of the things I think is, can be difficult is when we get so rigid in something like this, that we think I have to have something to put in this category and I can't move forward until I do. And so we can stall out. So 
you mm. shared, Shauna, if that happens, there's not always something to, to go in each category. So move on to the next category. You can always circle mm-hmm. back as you read through it and add to it, but don't let it stall you out if you get stuck because you don't have something to write right there. I talk, I just mm-hmm. talked with you recently with somebody about journaling and um, even talked about when, when we sit down to journal, it's more about the practice of sitting down in the presence of God. And if you don't even know what you're going to write, still sit down and just write a prayer of praise to the Lord or something like that. And you'll be amazed at what comes as you begin the process. Mm. But I think sometimes we think we need to have this profound thing before we can sit down and write. And the truth is we just need to sit down and, and write something down or move on to the next prompt. It's a good way to go. I came across this verse today that I, this is what the verse I was referring to earlier in this conversation when I said it might be, it might be a big part of 2024. We'll see. But it's Galatians 6, 4, and 5, and it's from the message. And it says this, make a careful exploration of who you are and the work that you've been given. And then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best that you can with your own life. I love that. And that is a good, um, just even as you create in different areas and things, what a good reminder to keep your focus um, on the right path and just be responsible with what God has put in front of you and be faithful and steward what God has given us. Right. And not be worried about what everybody else is doing and having to keep up and all of the things, but to know what God has called you to do and to be a good steward of it. And the, the thing about, we, we talked about this so much, but I don't think we can be reminded too much, is that when God gives us a task or God you know, invites us into an area of ministry, he doesn't send us like, okay, go ahead, <laughs> go do it. He is with us throughout. We need him to accomplish God-sized things. We need God. <laughs> We're not capable of doing that on our own. And so together with him, with our, with our eyes on him, paying attention to what he's doing in the moment, Lord, what are you, what are you up to? How do you want me to join you? How do you want me to adjust my plans and the way that I'm thinking about this so that it's not about me, but I'm genuinely stepping into what you're already doing. I mean, that's, that's the journey. So I, I get excited about, I get geeked about looking forward and thinking about what could be. And I feel like there are two things that I need to be, really, there's only two things I need to be prepared for in 2024, Jones, just two. And they are what I, that which I can anticipate and that which I cannot anticipate. Amen. <laughs> what I mean by that, yeah, what I mean by that is we can look forward in the calendar and we can see things that are coming. Like, are there really special events happening in your family in the next year? Are there I don't know, maybe some really big birthdays. Maybe it's the big 5-0 or the big 6-0 or I don't know, 21. My daughter turned 21 last week. That was a big deal. Are there big accomplishments, a, a graduation or a big vacation that you have in mind? Like what are the things that are big moments and how do we how do we be prepared for those in all the ways that we need to be prepared, you know, financially, spiritually, emotionally? I want to be ready for those. I want to show up in a good way. Um, what do I want to accomplish in 24? I mean, not as a checklist type of thing. We talked about that already, but 
what are the things that I can put in place, the simple repeatable patterns that make me who I want to be a year from now, if it's, and I, and we can look at those spiritually and emotionally, personally, relationally with work, all those areas. But then the other thing, the other thing is being ready for 2024 for the stuff that we can't anticipate. And if you're thinking, you know, what do you mean? How do you be, how can you be ready for the stuff that you can't anticipate? We can ready ourselves spiritually by being connected to the Lord in a meaningful way for the stuff that we have no idea is coming. <laughs> the Lord does, the Lord knows. So the stuff that surprises us, it doesn't surprise him at all. And as we spend time with him, he literally prepares us for things that we, there's no way we could have seen it coming. Just life's unexpected events. And so there are practices that we can have those simple repeatable, repeatable patterns again, like we would have in the stuff that we know is coming. <laughs> if you're, I remember when my daughter got married, you know, I, I had some goals physically. I wanted to feel great on her wedding day. And so there were some things that I was going after. They weren't going to show up by, you know, I don't know, just skipping a bowl of ice cream every night the week before the wedding. There were some things that I needed to do to get there. And so in the same way, there are ways that we can be ready for the unexpected. Yeah, because it's about relationship with God. So backing up a little bit, you talked about uh, entering into the year with the awareness of, Lord, what are you up to and how are you inviting me to step into that? I think one of the dangers that we need to watch for in in kind of this preparing for the new year kind of thing is to feel like, okay, I got this word from God. You know, we hear people say a lot of times, yeah, I got this word. And sometimes I've had that too. I've got this word. And so I might take all the information I've collected this week and throw it in a backpack and start running. And God's like, hold up. Hold up. I, we, we're going to do this together. Um, and I can, I can just charge forward and like, great God got that. I'll take care of it from here. And that's not what we're called to do. Hmm. The most important thing is about our relationship with God. That has to be our primary focus. And so if we start trying to do things in our own power and in our own strength without him thinking we're doing it for him, um, that's, that's a, that's a wrong path to head down. And so I want to make sure that I am constantly checking in with him, constantly paying attention to what he's up to and what he's inviting me into. And I wonder if if I enter into 2024 with that way of thinking, Shauna, I wonder if that sets me up to be able to handle the things that I cannot anticipate um, because again, mm -hmm. I'm always checking in with him. If, if things go awry and I have my plan and I'm running ahead of God, then it's going to throw me. But if I'm in step with yeah. God, I can see him at work. I can see how he's stepping into this situation, even if it's not something I want or not something I was, um, you know, there's been times where something has happened, where something gets derailed an illness or, um, whatever it is. And, and I just think, you know, I, I didn't sign up for this Lord. I didn't agree to this. And he's so gentle with me and, you know, in the way that he deals with me and it's, yeah, I, I didn't ask you to sign up for this. This is, <laughs> this is part of the journey and I'm right here right. and we're going to do this together. And I just think that's a gift. If we can keep our focus that way, it's about relationship with him. 
Yeah. And there are different, really specific ways that we can nurture our relationship with him. Like maybe, you know, you could increase your prayer life. You want to spend more time talking with the Lord and not just praying through, you know, your list that you wrote down of the people and what they need prayed for. That's, that's a beautiful thing, but having open, honest conversations with God, where you're willing to be vulnerable and share what you're feeling and what you're thinking and process those things with him and invite the Holy spirit to help you to understand why you feel what you feel like. Why, why am I so angry about that situation? Or why did I feel so insecure in that moment? And, yeah, just help be honest with the Lord so that he can help you to process through those things. Prayer is just one way. It could be, you know, spending more time in scripture, reading, memorizing, like you mentioned, just exposure to God's word, studying God's word. There's a lot of different things that we could do. I also think that community is a big part of that too. And I just, I got to tell you, I this is really on the front of my mind right now because and I think it's just coming out of COVID I've run into so many people recently I haven't seen in a while and I miss them and I see them and I'm so excited to see them. And, and I've been finding out that they're um, participating online with church, which is awesome. I love that, but I miss them and I need them and they need us and God created us for community. And can I just, like with all the love in my heart and and no judgment of you whatsoever, can I just challenge you? If you are not in person with Christian community right now, to pray into that as you consider 2024 and what God has for you. Maybe it's time to step back into being with others in community. And I don't know what that looks like for you. That's, you know, that's for you and the Lord to figure out together. I just want to, I just want to throw it out there that, if you haven't been in Christian community regularly, God really does want that for you. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to grow and to um, be challenged and be able to process some things. Often when we process something out loud or when we share a learning out loud, we get it so much deeper in us because we've spoken it and, and, there's, and community can encourage us and hold us up. One of the things we talk about um, I've talked about this a lot in because I received discipleship at our at Emmanuel Church. Is it's easy for someone to slip out of the pew when you have several hundred people in the pews every Sunday and not really notice that they've been missing for a couple weeks. It is really hard for them to slip out of a group of six and to be unnoticed. Right. And so that's right. So that's what the gift of community is. It there's accountability. There's your people. Um, the church loves you. And again, mm -hmm. when you get with this small group, there's such a blessing about being in a small group of believers. And then also it's, we're all learning like for the women's Bible study, women's walk that I lead, we're learning the same thing. And so it gives us common ground to talk about. There's questions that come up. It's just a wonderful, beautiful thing to be a part of a community of believers. And so um, if you, wherever you are, you reach out to your local church and um, find out how you can get plugged in because it, otherwise it can be a very isolating time. And so community is a great way to grow. And that's what discipleship is about. Life with life yeah. side by side. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one other way that we can step in 
and grow in our relationship with the Lord. It, it's such, it always grows my relationship with the Lord when I'm serving. I feel like there's a, like the momentum in my spiritual growth slows down when I'm not serving. And so if, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's something for you for this year, for 2024 to just sit with the Lord and ask him how, how have you uniquely gifted me and how can I serve you this year? And uniquely gifted me, I don't mean to make it all complicated or anything. Like what are the things that bring you joy? That might be yes. where God's calling you to step in and serve. I love that. And you know what? It might be um, that you like to cook. So you want to bring meals to somebody. So reach out to your local church and there are people who are in need of meals. They have family illness or something going on or just had a baby and that kind of thing. It might be, it might be something as simple as, um, I was talking with our, um, youth director and she was saying that she just asked, invited someone to bring a box of donuts for the morning group every morning. And that's literally all it is. And the person said, I'm coming anyway. So that's so easy. I will take that. There's little ways we can serve. You can serve in the nursery. You can, there's all different ways that we can serve um, as well as, you know, big ways that we can do that. But it's knowing uh, what brings you joy and, and being able to do that. So I remember having a lady one time I had gotten to this event we were doing really early and I had set up all the things. I had made coffee. I had set up some goodies. I had done all the things and I was running the event at the same time. And so my mind was in a lot of different directions. And this elderly lady got there and she said, Oh, Jody, you set out all these things for us. I wish you would have let me know. I love doing that. I, it would have been so fun for me to come early and set this stuff up. And I thought, oh my goodness, that actually would have brought her joy because th she finds joy in doing that. And it was a pain in the neck for me. And so often we need to even realize, you know, yeah. So check in with your local church, see how you can serve. Um, you know, if you come to Emmanuel, connect with me. I'll love to help you <laughs> connect in a way to serve. But we definitely, you know, it's it's a joy when it's in our sweet spot. And I get to see that a lot in ministry. I mean, I just have a, just a wonderful friend who's leading a very specific ministry for me right now. And it is so her sweet spot. And you just see the blessing for her as she leads in this ministry, but you also see the blessing of the people who are in that ministry because she's so in her sweet spot. And that's a fun thing to see. So, and it gives belonging and all of that purpose. So service is a great way um, to connect with the Lord too. I think one thing I just want to, this is shifting a bit, but I also think in this piece of prayer, prayer is something that is so near and dear to my heart. I know it is for you as well, Shauna. But one of the things when I teach on prayer, I talk about this a lot too, is the Jesus doesn't say, if you pray, he says, when you pray, when we look at his um, instruction, he gives us in Matthew six, when you pray, it's, it's over and over again. This is a part of our relationship with God. And so we need to be in, in prayer with him, um, not just checking off our list of things that we want him to cover, but also listening and praising him and thanking him and asking him questions, asking him to teach us. It's a beautiful way that we get to play out our relationship with him. That's so good. Yeah, God's got really great plans for you. He 
he didn't make you for nothing. He made you for something. And he made you first and foremost to be in love relationship with you. And secondly, there's, there's work for you to do. There are, there are ways in which he wants you to show up in the world that reveal who he is to the people around you that you're specifically rubbing shoulders with on a regular basis. So yeah, I think this work of kind of just sitting with the Lord and, and dreaming about 2024 and planning for 2024 and praying into 2024, I think it's really important work. Can I read that Galatians verse again? Yeah, absolutely. Galatians 6, 4, and 5. Make a careful exploration. I'll say that again. Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work that you have been given. And then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best that you can with your own life. That's God's call to you and me. You have any Final words of wisdom before we say goodbye, Jones. I think just lots of grace in this time of sitting with the Lord. Enjoy it. It's not a duty or a task to accomplish. It's mm-hmm. about relationship. So enjoy this time. If you can set some time aside, have fun with it. Yeah. And just get started. Here's the thing. If you sit with the Lord and your paper is blank and you come out with nothing, <laughs> and you just spent five minutes with the Lord or an hour with the Lord, and you just know that you're loved, you come out of that more ready for 2024 than you were five minutes before or the hour before. And so, yeah, I think everything that we do needs to come from a foundation of just sitting with the Lord and knowing how very loved we are and that he's got good plans for us. So, Thanks for spending some time with us over the holidays. That's kind of special. It's kind of fun. We're kind of like family now. I mean, come on, it's December 26th and we're hanging out. That's what family does. So it is good to be with you today. And we're praying for you as you step into 2024. We're excited for all the ways that God is going to work in your life. And we just want to remind you, as we always do, that we serve a real God and he really loves you. 